According to Dr. Matthew Lieberman, the feeling of social pain is as real as physical pain. Our need to connect is as important as our need to for food and water. That's how we work. That's how we're wired. But what drives human connection? Why do we click with some people and not with others? Hi, I'm Paula Cunha, and this is Drops of Pura Vida, the podcast where you learn to be mindfully productive, one thought at a time, one action at a time. I promise you guys one more on this connection issue, and today I want to share a bit on what drives human connection. It came as no surprise, it has a lot to do with our instincts. The need for connection is one of our most primitive instincts. Social rejection used to be threatening to our survival. So our brain is hardwired to avoid it. That's probably why recognition is so important for us, as important as financial security. Human resources experts now recognize the importance of a good pat in the back for employees, even more than extra compensation at times. Dr. Lieberman states that this need is so powerful that our brains are, have developed a system to read minds, not like telekinesis, but with a very developed ability to interact with each other, reading gestures, voice tones, all possible signs, to find what other people, what the other person is thinking, what's on the other person's mind. Research has shown some those different areas of the brain light up when we think socially, and we do that a lot. That's a process very similar to the one we use for analyzing problems. And it's always on, meaning our social system is always on in everything we do, every action we take. We then reflect on its social consequences. So what drives human relationships? Do you feel closer to some people and less attracted to others? It has to do with something our brain loves, for better or for worse, familiarity. The brain hates change, even if that change is for the better. It hates it because it's different, and different means a threat, the unknown, losing control. So we tend to gravitate towards people that either support our beliefs or our defenses. Let me explain. We look for people whose differences feed ours, meaning their way to face difficulties allow us to keep ours. For example, if you're a control freak, you might find someone who is passive and willing to be directed. But if you're a rescuer, you might look for relationships with people who need to be rescued. We seek for people that support our beliefs, either good or bad, even if those beliefs don't serve us anymore. We tend to recreate relationships that are familiar. We repeat patterns from relationships we had in the past, especially with those who were close to us, like our parents or siblings. You, you will probably think that this doesn't make any sense, but take a close look at your past relationships. You probably seem to date the same time a person, or for some weird cosmic reason, you, send, you seem to end up working for the same type of boss every time you find a new job. The old phrase, opposites attract, is not as true as relationships are mirrors, because they are. Because it's through our challenges at relating with others that we discover our deepest fears and blocks. And that's a huge finding to help us grow, don't you think? 
Allowing yourself to look into the mirror of relationships gives you great power for it brings responsibility to your side of the court and therefore the ability to make changes or to get out of the relationship that is not that you want. If that's what you decide, I mean, it's up to you, right? How can you break a relationship pattern that you don't like? Simple. Awareness. By becoming aware of a block or unwanted behavior, you've already taken the first step towards getting rid of it. But tools for this are subject to a whole other episode, so I promise I'll get to you later, some other day. We also tend to like people that give us security or that transmit positive emotions. That's why good listeners make great friends. We also like you know, feel drawn to people that smile, seem secure, calm, or nicely energetic. This is because of our mirror neurons. Connect, we connect through emotions, through the emotions of others, so there's no surprise that we want to hang around people that makes us feel good, meaning they smile a lot, or they laugh, or they just have this good vibe. Of course, other drives bring us together like values, shared experiences, common projects. Different relationships come from different situations and everyone pays its quote of teachings. Each one lasts what it's meant to last and will go as deep as needed. No, all, not all relationships will, will have to last for our entire lives and not all relationships have to be deep. Some might be superficial, some people will come and go, and that's okay. What I'd like you to remember is the importance of knowing and honoring yourself first. If you're looking for others to fill your emptiness, you'll be disappointed. When you take care of your inner garden, visitors show up. It's a paradox, I know. But look on the inside so you can relate better on the outside. And last, people come and go for a reason. And with every relationship comes growth. See you next week. If you like this episode, share it. Subscribe to Drops of Pura Vida and create the life you dream of, one thought at a time, one action at a time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.